What do you know, Karen? Glad you could be with us this morning, Uncle Bill. getting back he always teased me about being a visitor so it's good to be here this morning um, I don't have a scripture or anything I want to read but uh, just a little thought I was thankful to pull into the church house this morning and see all the vehicles and um, see some of the faces we haven't seen in a while so it was good to, good to be here um, if you will just stand with us we'll go to the Lord in prayer Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we're thankful for this morning you've given us, thankful for the uh, moments you've given us in time to come and worship you. Lord, to give you thanks for all the many blessings we have in our life. God, we just pray that you'd allow our hearts, each and every one of us, to find that flame, God, that burns bright for you. Lord, that we'd carry our burdens to you this morning so that maybe we could see somebody get saved. Lord, that they'd have an opportunity to come to you and change their eternal destiny. God, we ask all these things in your name. Amen. Turn over the choir. Page 30. Page 30. There is time.
appreciate those songs. Uh, it's a good day to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, we just wonder if this time if everybody will stand on their feet and uh, we'll take prayer requests. Does anybody have any unspoken prayer requests? Appreciate those. Any spoken prayer requests? Remember this service. Anybody else? For Terry, Several people that need to do something, and I think they're to the point where they know they need to do something. Yeah. And that's when it's important. Because when you know, you better do it. Yeah. Remember that. Remember that. Not last brother Carver, please. that. Anybody have a testimony or song or anything on their heart this morning? We got a good crowd. Appreciate that. I just wanted to kind of maybe read a little bit. Um, I just want to kind of just help you and just, I'll tell you, Sunday school is a, is a is something that the Lord blesses us with, and we've got fantastic teachers, and um, 
I don't think I've been in any one of these Sunday school classes that hasn't learned something or felt the Lord in them. Um, but I really, I really appreciated Carl's Sunday school this morning, and I thought he just did a fantastic job. And um, if you're wanting to get closer to the Lord, Sunday school is a good place to start. Um, and I just kind of wanted to um, just, I know the, the, the Sunday school lesson was in Mark, but I'll tell you that he read a scripture there at the end. Um, and um, I just, I, I know the other men were, were thinking about it and talking about it too, and I just kind of want to reread it because um, that just gets me excited about being saved. Um, it's in the fourth chapter of First uh, Thessalonians and starts in verse 13, and just listen to it. But uh, it's just, uh, it's just heaven sent this morning and said, uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, because we're all going to die. We're all going to be in a coffin up front here, and, and we're all going to we're all going to go into the grave. That's where we're that's where we're going to go. And said that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. I have hope this morning, Bill, and um, I know these men had hope, and that's what is so neat about it is that we've got hope this morning, and it'll tell you why. It says, "For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him." For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain under the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout and the voice of the archangel with the trump of God and the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we, shall, and we which are alive and remain shall be caught up and together into them in the clouds to meet them in the Lord in the air. So shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort ye one another with these words. Amen to that this morning. If you're here and saved, you've got a hope, and he's going to come get us one day. And um, I just, man, that was a, that's what I needed this morning, Carl. I appreciate that. And um, Like I said, that's just, it's just good to be here this morning. But um, I just, if anybody's got a song or testimony or anything, I just beg you, please follow the Lord this morning because somebody will need it. Let's pray for Brother Brittany, Sister Brittany. for me. Um, I'm scared and nervous, uh, but I just want to do what God puts on my heart. I'm so thankful I have something on my heart. I'm thankful for what I felt this morning. Um, Sunday school was a big blessing to me, even if it wasn't for the kids. Um, it might be weird for a teacher to say that since I was the one explaining things. Um, but we talked about how fear can overtake your light if you're trying to shine it for God. And uh, I've experienced that, um, and it seems like that's pretty important these days, that you are not letting fear drown out what God gave you. Um, and God has put this song on my heart from this morning when I was reading about our Sunday school lesson. Um, just pray for me. The church is a city on God's holy hill. Her light is always shining to do God's will. Oh, sinner, please listen to the gospel she tells and believe in your heart that God will save you from hell. The church and Jesus are married you see the gospel she preaches to all that believe salvation has come 
Sin's debt is paid, but only through Jesus God surely will save. Who can find a virtuous woman? Oh, where is she found? Her price is far above rubies. To her husband, she's his crown. The church is that woman. And here's where she's found. She's married to Jesus, God's glorified crown. Oh, sinner, are you sorry of what you have been? And is your heart breaking because of your sin? And do you feel helpless, a need to be saved? That's Jesus saying, trust me, for I am the way. Appreciate that song. Anybody else have anything? on my heart and uh, that's what's I got to try to do what God wants us to so just pray for us for us guys the skeptics they say there is no way the blood of Jesus could say Jesus' blood did for me. 
took a poor lost sinner and made me royalty an heir and a child of the king he put a song in my heart peace this world cannot see done for me and I could never ever tell you all the things that he's done for me in my life but since he saved me he has helped me through everything in my life raised my children he's blessed our church so much I'm so thankful to be here today thankful I'm saved Appreciate those, that song, those words. Let's think about that. You, if you're saved, you can say, you, you can tell them, you can, you can hook what the blood's done for me. And uh, there's just no, uh, there's no end to the benefits of what uh, salvation means. Anybody else have anything? Nothing else. Turn it over to Jordan and pray for him. I appreciate Neil opening up. He's a he's a big help and a blessing to me in my life, and uh, we're thankful to be here this morning. Thankful for the songs. Thankful uh, for the testimonies. Uh, God's been good, and uh, I tell you, I don't I'm, I don't have any magical message or anything. Uh, I believe full heartedly that you already know what God needs you to do, and uh, I'm not somebody that brings some uh, magic or anything like that. I, that's just not me. Um, but what I'll preach out of this book, 
I can tell you with 100% certainty, it is real. And uh, I believe that if God's speaking to you this morning, if you will humble your heart and come, He will change your life drastically in such a good way. So you really pray. Um, I've got such a little thought, and um, God's given me uh, such a, a great time studying this and uh, thinking on it and pondering on it. So you pray. This is in Exodus chapter 15, verse 1. And uh, this is when Moses and uh, the Hebrew children came out of Egypt and they had fleed and um, crossed the Red Sea and the Lord had came through and took out the armies of Pharaoh behind them. So this is just a little background of what I'm reading. But chapter 15 of Exodus, it says, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. And uh, I was thinking about that, and thinking about just the story of Moses bringing those children out, and uh, what God did for them. And uh, I tell you what, I, I think a lot of them because I, I feel like them most times. You say, preacher, what do you mean? Uh, there was a lot of times in my life where God had asked me to leave what I was at that I was comfortable in to go and get something that was better for me. And uh, I say this, you know, those children, uh, they were slaves. Um, they were in a country that wasn't theirs. Um, they were having to do work for somebody else to gain things that uh, didn't benefit them at all. But then there was a man named God that spoke to Moses said, Moses, those are my children. I want you to go get them and take them to the place I promised them, the place that I want them to be, the place that will benefit them, the place that will give them joy, peace, sanctuary. Uh, what a great, great tale. Because I think about those children, I think about how God helped them. How God blessed him. How he blessed Moses. You know, Moses was a man who had a speech impediment. Uh, most people probably would have looked at him and said, Oh, he can't lead anybody. But I tell you what, friend. God was the one leading those people. Moses was just a, a, a person that was willing to do what God asked him to. Now you think about all those folks. Hundreds and thousands of them. Sitting there as slaves. Saying, I just don't know if this is a good idea. I just don't know if we'll, we'll win. I just don't know if I can do this. I bet you now if you'd ask them as they lay in their graves that they'd say, I'm glad we left. I'm glad we went on. I'm glad that we had enough faith that the Lord would take care of us because when you read that little bit, it tells a whole lot. It says, Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. They were praising His name for what He did for them. It goes on, it says, and spake and unto the Lord and spake, saying, uh, will, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and the rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song. And uh, I love how it says strength and song. Not only is God somebody that fights my battles for me, but buddy, he gives me a song to sing. And it's not like one of these tunes you hear nowadays that kind of gets you excited, makes you a little happy. It's a song that when it comes on it, in my heart, it makes there's a difference in it. 
There's tears that start flowing. There's joy that enters my heart. There's a feeling of grace that makes me just raise up my hands and thank Him. There's a portion that when my voice flows, it, it just has nothing but praise and thanks to Him. Why? Because when He helped me, He didn't just help me in that time, but He helped me for eternity. There's a salvation inside of me that only God could give me and only a peace that God could give me. And it came through the cross. It came through Him, Sean. I didn't cross that, that lake out of that sea on my own, but God did it for me, Sean. I'm thankful that when I got saved, it wasn't that I was just one of those people that was strong enough to make it across the Red Sea. But it was because God was strong enough to carry me across the Red Sea. That's how good God is. And when we get in a place where we have just a little bit of faith to step out for it, from Him, uh, God can deliver us from a place like Egypt and take us to a place like Canaan's land where the milk and honey flow. I told you this already, but I know that you already know what you have to do. I believe that full-heartedly. I don't know your heart, but I have no doubt that God has already shared with you what He would like you to do this morning. I'm just a messenger. I'm a nobody. But I know one thing. If you listen to the voice in your heart, God will take you out of Egypt and He will bring you to the promised land. And that house that He's made for you will last forever. There was a house I had one time and it wasn't worth a hill of beans. But I'm so glad that the house that God put on a property that was worthwhile, a property that was better than I ever deserved, it has never fallen. It has never taken any tarnish. It has never had any issues. It has only got better with time. You know, there's... I'll put it to you this way. It seems like a mansion that every day I find a new room in. I find a new gem in. That's how good it is to be saved. That's how good it is to know God's grace. Carl, I'd say at your age, you would say He's the best thing that ever happened to you. I can say at my age, He's the best thing that's ever happened to you. And I can guarantee you, those that just got saved as little ones, they would tell you He's the best thing that ever happened to you. That tells me that He's got no time. He expands from here to here and He covers all ground. If you think God can't do something for you, think again. Because I'll tell you without a shadow of the doubt, there's thousands of pages in that book that tell me different. But not only that, there's thousands of pages in my life that tell me different. There's a lot of things God's brought us through and I thank Him for. And it couldn't have come from anybody but God. It couldn't have came from anybody else in my family, my friends. It had to come from God. And uh, I tell you folks, if you've got a, a need this morning, don't wait on me. Don't wait on the singers. Come on and get it sold. Get it fixed up because at the end of the day, it's between you and God. Get us a song, Sean, if you will. I know that's not a lot, but... That's what I've gotten. I feel like somebody needs to make a move this morning. I feel like somebody's got a great opportunity in their life. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. When I was lost and I was under conviction, it took me about a solid year and a half before I finally came to the realization that I had to have this. Don't be as ignorant a fool as I was. When God calls you, don't try to figure it out in your head. Don't try to figure it out in this mind, but come running to Him. You think about if the Israel, those Hebrew children would have waited in Egypt and just waited and waited and waited. They would have been nothing more than what they were, slaves, dying as slaves. 
living as slaves, working as slaves. But praise God, they had enough faith to step out. They had enough faith to say, I don't want to be a slave anymore. I'm glad that when I was sitting back there one time, I said, I don't want to be a slave to sin anymore. I want to be somebody that God wants me to be. I want to have the life that He's promised me. When I did that, man, what a change took place. What a change. Most of you know this. You, you, grew, up, you grew up watching me as a child. I was very, very shy. I, I, there was no way I would have ever imagined I could even stand up here, let alone try and serve the Lord. But I tell you what, God can do anything with your life if you're willing to let Him. I'll ask you to stand as they sing. Whatever your need is this morning, whatever it is that God's asking you, if you need to get saved, come and get it. Because I guarantee you, you need it more than your next breath. If God's asking you to get back in church, to come be a part of the fold again, to take up and to get your place settled, come, get that done. The Lord needs you this morning. God needs you in His battle. God needs you in His home. I pray to you, whatever the need is, don't turn away the opportunity God's given you. Don't turn away the opportunity that the Lord has set aside, especially for you. I mean, I love coming on Sunday morning, but, you know, it's not that the Lord's calling to me. God's calling to you. It's a privilege to have God send a message to you, a personal letter, signed, sealed, and delivered to nobody but you. Your name right on the front, your name all over inside. That is all for you. And God wrote it personally. I don't know about you folks, but it's one thing to get a piece of mail. But it's another thing to get a piece of mail from a loved one. Somebody that took the time to write down all the things they wanted to share with you. It blesses my heart when I see those. But God delivered a letter to me one time with my name all over it and His grace, mercy, and love all in it. And he was willing to give that to me. Praise God, I, I accepted it. I took hold of it. You know what? I claimed it. Why? Because it was mine. God gave it to me. You have a portion in this thing. You have a gift that God's trying to give you. Come and claim it this morning. Come and take hold of it this morning. Put your hands on it. Take it home with you. Put it in your heart. This gift is not something to be left aside. It's not something that I, I dare to say that you would regret taking home. But you would be in such joy having it in your home and in your life day to day. There are so many people in the Bible that talk about what God did for them. That share about how God blessed them. And you know, I could sit there and rattle off every one of the stories. But I tell you what. This morning, those stories don't mean near as much as the story that's happening here. The story between you and God and the relationship He's trying to make with you. That is the most important story this morning. The story about how God wanted to come and save your soul. And what's the answer to that? Well, what are you going to tell Him? What are you going to do? Are you going to leave in heartbreak and regret? Thinking and wondering what could have been? What could have been if you would have left the chains behind and actually came and got your inheritance? You know, we think about that young prodigal son that came home to his father. 
said he was living in a pig pen, eating the husks. I mean, what a terrible sight. But he had enough common sense to know that if I humble myself and go back to my father, maybe I can be a servant. Well, I tell you what, he didn't make him a servant. He ran to him, hugged him, kissed him, threw new clothes on him, rings on his fingers, shoes on his feet. They killed the fatted calf for him. They had a celebration when he came home. I tell you what, that's exactly what God does for us when we get saved. He doesn't make us a slave into his his ordainship, but he comes and makes us an heir to the throne, gives us a kingship. I mean, how great that is. Come if you would. I beg of you. It'll be the best choice you ever make. about a year to join the church too I just was a shy individual but I tell you what when I joined the church what a joy that was when people came by and hugged me and shook my hand and I could see the love in their eyes and I could feel the love coming from their hearts you know my dad used to tell me this a lot and I found it to be true in the scripture as well if you don't stand for something you'll fall for anything and uh, that's a fact If you're not willing to stand for the goodness that God's given you in your life, you will fall for anything. And when you fall, it's going to hurt. And it's going to cause a lot of trouble in your life. I've seen a lot of folks, they they thought, well, you know what, I'm saved, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. As long as I'm saved, it's good. And they'd go on with their lives and it'd be years later. They'd look back and they said, you know what, if I'd have have really gotten church, if I would have really stood for the Lord, these things wouldn't have happened in my life. And they were right. And uh, I think about how many people have caused themselves heartache just by not stepping out and claiming what they've got. You know, it's one thing that those children, those Hebrew children went over to Jerusalem. And they started that great city. But I tell you what, day to day, they had to claim who they were. They had to show who they were. They had to be prideful of that wonderful grace and mercy God gave to them. Why? Because it was worth having in their lives. It was worth taking all that pain, taking all that hurt from time to time just to feel that grace and mercy, to know where they were going. So I ask you, if you're lost, come. If you're out of church, come and get things fixed up. But if you need to join the church, buddy, you need to get up here just as much as they do. I beg of you, do what God asks you this morning. Let's not go home and sit there and have to do this again next week. Let's not have to go through this one more week, another week, another week, when we all know what we need to do. You know, that's called foolishness. Knowing what we need to do and doing something else is called foolishness. The Bible speaks of it plainly. 
And uh, I tell you folks, it don't get any better. I waited a year and a half and it didn't get any easier. It got harder. It got more miserable. And by the time it got down to me getting saved, it got cold. And there was one time I can remember, I tell you this a long time ago, but I remember God not calling me a few Sundays in a row. It probably maybe have been a month or two. And I thought, oh no, I missed my chance. And uh, it hurt bad. I thought, what was I thinking? And when God gave me another opportunity, buddy, I got saved. I came running to him. I didn't want to miss my opportunity. I didn't want to miss my chance. I didn't want to end up as a slave forever. I wanted to make sure that my life got changed and fixed up. I tell you, it's good to be here this morning. I feel like the Lord's given somebody opportunity. Uh, but I feel like that's the farthest I need to go. God's blessed us this morning. God loves us this morning. And uh, if God's speaking to you, we're closing up, but I, I, I would beg you to just run to the altar. Just come and get what's yours, what God's set aside for you. So we're thankful. Anybody have anything for we go to announcements, or I don't know if we have any, but does anybody have anything? If not, we'll ask you to be seated. I don't know. Do we have any announcements for today? Might be. Uh, looks like we've got this one here. So this is one for uh, Kaylee and Stone Hunter. This looks like it's for the uh, the baby they're having. It says it's Saturday, October second, twenty twenty one. This is two to four over at Samaria's Fellowship Hall, and uh, the address is on here if you if you do want to come up here and grab it. Um, I was trying to think. I don't know. about the others I didn't know about that one but uh, if anybody knows of any, anything else appreciate that that's definitely a good thing to do anybody else know of anything Appreciate that. If nobody else knows of anything else, uh, we'll ask you.